0: Hey guys, this is uh, episode four, and uh, this is probably going to be the most important one for a while, and uh, it's titled just what it says, Unfuck Yourself, right? So if you're, you know, I'm guessing if you're listening to these, you're ready to make a life change. You're ready to lose this fat, and notice I keep saying not weight. You're ready to lose the fat, okay? Okay and i've been doing this for a really long time and i've been in fitness for over 20 years i was a nurse for 17 years and i've seen so many people succeed and i've seen way more people fail and i'm telling you the people that succeeded were unable to unfuck themselves and when i say that i mean stop being their uh their own roadblock and I want you to first tell yourself when you're going into when you decide to go into this this new life change and what you're about to to do is to tell yourself um this is a life change it's you know it's not a diet it's not a temporary fix like I'm going to change things and it's going to be a constant evolution it's not just going to be I'm going to change uh, the paint on the wall, and then next week, you know, I'm going to keep my own habits. Your patterns have to change, and you just have to be aware of that, because it's not easy, and it's so comfortable to fall back, and we talked about it earlier about the balance being Make sure you listen to all of these, because I'm telling you, really, really important, pertinent information that you're going to need to succeed. So, you got to unfuck yourself, okay? So, you got to be happy with yourself and right that's all of us are are trying to figure that out that's not just you so i talk about myself sometimes here and i i always try to reel it back in because all these are about you but i have to go back to what i've been through to try to show you you know the way i look at this is like we're just on a a race and maybe I'm 20 steps ahead of you and I'm just turning around telling you how to get to the next 20 steps easier does that make sense so I've had a six pack maybe like twice in my life and I thought at the time man when I get to that body fat or I look like that you know I'm going to see rainbows and um I'm going to feel be so much happier and I wasn't I just saw more flaws I just beat myself up more and I have my own demons, you know, that I have to work through. And so if you're dealing with that, and you are dealing with that, there's no doubt in my mind, especially if you're listening right now and you haven't shut me off, um, there is, these are some things you can do. So one thing that really helped me a lot is I started talking to other people. And you're like, oh, that's easy. No, I don't want you to talk to people that you already talked to. I want you to talk to people that you never would talk to. Now you're like, ugh, right? Yeah. Let me tell you a couple examples. So I was in Texas when I got assigned for crisis nursing, and um, the first day in the auditorium, there was a girl behind me who, um, she was African-American, and she was uh, annoying me. <laughs> you know, she was cracking her gum, and just, I was like, oh my God, you are so on my nerves. And... I gotta be really careful how I say this because it's so stupid how people jump down your throat these days. Like um this Dr. Seuss thing and this Amazon logo, like everyone's so sensitive. So I was somewhere hold what I'm talking about for a second, but I was somewhere the other day and a black guy from the yoga studio said he was interested in me or something, and I said in the group I was in, like, I am i don't like, I'm not into black guys. And I was called a racist. And I was like, how is that racist? Like, it just seems like everyone's so quick to jump down your throat. Like, and the girl who said that, I had never talked to, but the group of people I was in, I've known for seven years. So it wasn't, you know, she had no, nothing to validate that. It was just how people jump so quickly down your throat. Um... So anyhow, I'm in Texas and we had this morning meeting and then we were stationed and then I got a phone call that you need to be downstairs and I was in Tyler, Texas, and they said that you need to be in Texas Arcana in less than six hours. The car is downstairs. There's two of you going. Guess who I had to go with? (laughs) The girl who uh, was behind me. And, uh, you know, I worked in Detroit for years and I always have got along with uh, women who were African-American and I, I have tons of respect for them. But I, I'd be lying if I told you there was an ignorance there, you know? And I think over the past years, there's been such uh tension with just everything going on. And I had my own beliefs and my own ideals of what I believed in and, um it was probably from being raised outside of detroit in a white suburb and those were engraved in my head so we were stuck in a car together for 4 hours and i tell you man it was uncomfortable and we started breaking the ice and i just we just started talking and she told me stories about her her life and it was like wow you know and she was telling me like how her husband had barrels of fentanyl in the garage and he was caught selling it and he was put into prison and she was in nursing school and she had a new baby and they shut the electricity off and she had to go to school and she had nobody to watch the baby. And you know, sometimes we think so much, is well, me, and like why is this happening to me and what all the stuff I'm going through. And if you talk to other people that you don't normally talk to and you hear their stories, it can really change your perspective on how blessed you are, you know, and that's really what I'm getting at. Um, another story a while ago, there was a nurse I was working with in Seattle and she was such a bitch, such a bitch. And she just came at me and we went at each other's throats for weeks. And, um, one day I had gone into through the ER for something. I think we'd have got to get a paycheck and she was behind the curtain in a gown, and I kind of saw her out of the side of my eye, and um, I just kept walking, and she's like, Bill, and I walked backwards, and I peeked around the curtain, and she was in the middle of getting chemo, and she goes, you know why I'm such a bitch now, and I, I just, I didn't know what to say, and She said that she uh, got breast cancer and she had one child and a new baby and she started getting sick. And when she started getting sick, her husband left her and she had to, you know, just her story. And then I just never realized, you know, what she went through. And we're still good friends to this day. We talk about once a week. Um, So if you start talking to other people who are outside of your social network that you normally wouldn't talk to, you're going to start hearing other stories and it's slowly going to start making you feel how blessed you are. And um, there's one more thing that happened to me and some people know it and some people don't. Um, I was in prison. I got arrested. And it, it don't th- it's ridiculous for what happened. I'll, I'll tell you my story one day. But... Um, it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me but it was the best thing that ever happened to me i'm going to tell you why because i had been struggling for the past couple of years just like all of us like i just felt like there was an emptiness you know and i was trying to fill it with a relationship i was trying to fill it with being successful with uh, occupation or a business and i was just always looking for something to fill that void and um to the point it was um almost sometimes suicidal. And I, I would lay around and cry. I mean, it was painful. It was literally painful because I just felt this emptiness. And uh, I hope you understand what I'm talking about because you lay there at night and you think, I'd rather die. I don't want to get up tomorrow. And if you've ever felt like that, like listen to me right now. I Whatever you're doing, shut your phone off. Well, don't shut your phone off. You probably shut me off. But like, you know, just, just listen to these next couple minutes. So that's where I was in my life. And I was thrown into uh, the Baltimore State Prison with murderers, by the way, guys. Like I was thrown into the whole general population. And um, when everything's taken from you, everything, your phone, your watch, like, and you're thrown into a room with no clock and no window. And you don't know what's going to happen to you. You just lay there. You start to see um, very clearly that you have everything you need. You know? And I laid there and I thought, my dogs, you know, my house, my family, my friends, just being able to go to Starbucks or take a shower or just being able to get up and walk outside like... Those little things that we all take for granted um, is what can fill that void for you, and it takes work and it takes yourself to remind remind yourself of it. But and I I knew that you know I always told myself that. But when you're in a situation and everything is ripped from you and you, it's your everything's ta- your rights, so everything's taken away you realize you have everything you need to be happy. And that's where I'm at. And I hope that resonated with you. And I wish I could have you feel and see what I did. Um, I don't, but I do because that's what woke me up. Um, And also, too, I'm not going to be anyone's doormat ever again. I've always been this guy to say yes and the one to try to work things out. And I would... Take my shirt off um, for anybody who is suffering, and you have to realize that 's not the way the world works and unfortunately there 's a constant pull of good and evil and you know and you can 't just catapult yourself to one side and think you 're going to save the world um, because you 're going to go down, you have to save yourself first, and you have to make yourself a priority. You know, and part of me thinks too growing up, um, you know, it fascinates me when I look back. You know, I think we're the happiest when we're like a kid, and then all of a sudden, we're taught we have to start to t- change our behaviors to make other people happy. And I've, I've, read in a book before where it's called masks like you know you're you put a mask on for your teachers to make them happy you put a mask on for the church to make them happy you put a mask on for your parents to make them happy you put a mask on for the grandparents to make you happy and i know when i came out gay to my sisters and my mom i was told to hide it for several years from my dad and from the grandparents and from the church and from the school like everybody slowly teaches you that you are there's something wrong with you. So don't be like that, you know, and you need to be this for that person and you need to be this for that person and you need to be this for that person. And unfortunately I think some people get so encased in that bullshit as they become adults. Um, They, I I can't get them out. And I think looking back at it, when I ran my uh, fitness studio, so many people that failed, um, I think they're so encased in what's been told to them. Um, they're fucked. I, I, I unless they get professional help, like I couldn't help them anymore. You know, um, I remember one lady who came in. Um, I had this is if you listen to all these. I had a machine in the gym that was that seven thousand dollar body scan machine, and you know, I did consults a lot, and sometimes I had to come in late when no one was in the studio. And the, the machine was way in the back and you had to go to your undergarments to get into it. And I was tired. I was probably a little out of line, but I was really exhausted because I had been there since 5 a.m. And I think it was like 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. at night. And so I'm doing my sales pitch and I said, okay, here's a machine back here. You know, if you want to get undressed, I'm going to close the door, just jump in. And I showed her how to work it. And she was, um, I don't remember exactly, but she was reluctant. I could just feel the vibe that she was reluctant to um, get undressed and get into it. And I just said, I I said, I don't, I remember asking her if you were uncomfortable and she didn't say anything. And I said, well, I want to let you know I'm gay. So, you know, don't think that. And um, I think she eventually got into it. And then she came out and you could tell she was kind of trembling. And I said, are you okay? And she had told me that um, she was raped at gunpoint within the past year. Like, you know, we don't know what other people have gone through. And um, she was a client that had, um, I remember one day I stopped at the liquor store to buy something for a, a holiday party and I don't drink. So I walked in and I'm like, listen, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to find a bottle of wine. And I saw her over there and it was, she was obviously drunk and she was buying little bottles of vodka and, She just looked at me in horrible embarrassment. She goes, don't judge me. And I said, I'm not judging you, but that's what society does to us here. And so if you know what I'm talking about and you're still listening, you got to break that cocoon off yourself or those masks and realize that you're fine the way you are. You don't need to be anything for anybody else. And that is when you come closer to that goal and listen that's not going to be a light switch and it's going to be on tomorrow this is constant work in progress and as i said i mean two weeks ago i was like feeling sorry for myself and locked myself in my house and ate ice cream until i almost blew up but i got back on track you know and that's what this program's about i want to make sure we all stay on track together because it's not easy and um I feel like I'm rambling in circles now. I hope I got my point across. But the valid point here is that if you want to win this time, before you even jump and change your nutrition and and jump into my program or any other program, you got to unfuck yourself. And it's from what everybody else has done to you. And you can play the victim or you can finally stand up and say, you know what, I'm not wearing all this shit for everybody else. I'm going to do what's right for me and go fuck yourself.